podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Season 3, episode 14. I am your host, Jazz Wilson, and I am here with the team, Lucy Wilson. Hello. Anna Neary. Hi. And Tom Hazeldon. Good morning, Britain. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. And if you have listened to us before, then you will know the score. Today, for you, we have... Yeah, it rhymed. Cool. I know. Uh, we have The Prom, Frozen, The Old Vic, and some exciting news. So, on with the show. Tom, kick us off with your first article. Well, thank you very much. Uh, my article, um, I actually didn't choose this from an article, but I found Ooh. an article to link to it anyway. Uh, is they're making a film of The Prom. And... Uh, it's had a largely negative reaction um, because they've cast a lot of celebs in it. Uh, it's going to be a Netflix adaptation, I think, from what I read. Um, and it's going to feature, so far they've announced, Ariana Grande, James Corden, Meryl Streep, uh, Andrew Reynolds, and they announced uh, Nicole Kidman. That was the other one. Um, and Oh, and also, sorry, Keegan-Michael Key, who's uh, an American comedian who was in Toy Story 4. Yeah. Um, he was the voice of Bunny, if anyone's seen that. Yeah. Um, They're all decent people. Or Ducky, one of them. Yeah. yeah the, so the uproar has come from the fact that largely um, there, there has been a lot of uproar from the, the main three that have been announced, which is Ariana Grande, James Corden, Meryl Streep. I think people are starting to get tired of Meryl Streep. I think she's great. Um, yeah. There is a large following of people that don't like James Corden. Um, I I personally am not the biggest fan, but I didn't realize how many people had the same opinion until I saw this news on Facebook, and then it was just like everywhere. And Ariana Grande has been been sort of in bad lighting because uh, she's got quite a poppy voice. She did start in musicals, but she's more known for pop now yeah. than anything. Um, I think people are just pigeonholing her. I think, yeah, maybe. Her, did you see her That's rendition the of The Wizard of an Eye? No. Okay. Was it good? I'm not going to say anything. Just watch it. Okay. And judge for yourself what okay. she's like with musical theatre. And okay. if you watch Hairspray Live as well, oh, just yeah. see what she's like that, in that as well. Okay. And that will give you probably an idea of what she's going to be like in this. Okay. My, um... I'm not going to say anything, but that's all I'm telling you to do. Okay. My <laughs> my feeling about stuff like that is that whenever you've got film or a finished product of something, then it's always the director's issue to sort stuff like that out. And if any, whatever goes out is the director's vision because they are literally there to direct which way the piece goes. Yeah. So who knows? The 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 issue the the main issue that people have brought up, and I am a hundred percent behind this, uh, is why. So so the problem is closing on Broadway. Um, but it's had amazing reviews. Everyone has said it's been brilliant and loved it. Um, the main thing people have been saying is why when you've got a perfectly good Broadway cast who are about to be effectively out of, out of work, yeah. why have you then cast a bunch of celebs? Um, which I completely get. Like p people, people love the prom so much because of the people that make up the show. So um, I think from a... a corporate point of view if you cast celebs in it people that don't know what the prom is will watch it but i would argue that that is the problem with most of most media today is that it's just aimed at mass rather than the people that actually would enjoy it so yeah, like true. the prom oh this is a this is a group for people that enjoy musicals people that saw it on broadway and now it's turned into oh the prom um let's put james corden and meryl streep in it let's stunt cast it yeah, yeah. um Oh, you saw Into the Woods. Watch this. Yeah, which, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> which I said is, I was talking to Anna about this the other day. I think I'm so, so excited for the In the Heights film. Mm -hmm. But with Hamilton's popularity and stuff, I just, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think it's just going to be like a, you know, everyone's going to flock to it. And then it'll be like, oh my God, I love In the Heights. I've loved it ever since I first heard of it five minutes ago. It was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let the people that, that enjoy it, enjoy it. If you stumble across it and, it opens up a whole new world for you then yeah great <laughs> just um, like aladdin just like aladdin but don't enjoy it just because other people enjoy it yeah yeah uh, people just blindly 
consume stuff now, which yeah. is just the world we live in. But yep. on the other hand, it's just it's force fed to people. Um, so, yeah, I completely get why there's been a bit of disappointment with it. I don't think it's going to be enough to stop them because, you know, they're Netflix. They don't give a... Nah, and they're doing um, really well. Yeah. With all the original stuff. So, But why Netflix? That's what I want to know. Why? Well, that's like the main thing that people have these days, isn't I, it, really? I think mm. Netflix has taken it on because uh, there's a big streaming service coming out at the end of the year called Disney Plus, uh, which is a Disney site and Disney own basically everything. So I think any sort of niche market that Netflix can find and inflate, they will. True. Um, which is why they do Netflix originals because Disney can't take it. Yeah. Um, like Stranger Things. True. Like that's huge. If that was Disney, then it would be on their service straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th I think it's a shame. And I think, you know, a lot of people's response have been, well, it's either the film or nothing. And then I think people have been like, well, I'd prefer just the memories than a tainted version <laughs> of this thing, which I completely get. Yeah. Um, I mean, from my point of view, I'll be excited to watch it because, um, be because it's I didn't get to see it and I was interested in it. But yeah, who knows? Who we'll knows? Have to wait and see. We yeah. will have to wait and see. Okay, Anna, on to you. Okay, so mine is from uh, Playbill. Um, and the article is how a real life sisterly bond fuels frozen Broadway's princesses. And that lured me in straight away. <laughs> princesses! Like, princesses! Princesses! So, um, yeah, and basically it's, um, I'll read you a little bit of the article, but with backstage rituals and onstage signals and more, Casey Levy and Patty Murren know each other better than sisters and um, basically it's a it's a nice positive article altogether um that says basically how they look after each other and have this bond off stage as well and it's on stage and just again without each other they wouldn't be able to do the show um uh, like it's for example they say it allows us to shake off our respective days to reconnect to laugh to hug and to remember that ultimately we're in this together uh, we just developed such a specific thing. It's nice to see each other before we start the craziness. Um, like sisters, the two have come to learn each other's tastes. Maureen knows Levy won't turn down chips. Levy knows Maureen what likes her post-show wine. They find each other texting about the performance. Girl, my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> they find each other texting about the performance after leaving the theatre, even if one, uh, even if one wasn't even on the show. Um, all it takes is a look and we know what the other one is thinking. When one of us feels shaky, the other is solid. Hopefully it won't have to be put to the test, but I know she would fight people for me. It's a fiercely loyal relationship that we have. As their offstage sisterhood evolves, so do their respective performances at the St. James's Theatre. Both are sure that despite having uh, been in these roles for over two years, from labs to a Denver tryout to Broadway, there are still layers to unearth. Um, Levy likes, uh, likens the challenge to yoga. You go through the same postures every class, uh, but it's different every time because you're different every time. I just think this is such a lovely article. Like it finishes like, this is my happy place. That's something that I was expecting, but not quite to this degree, how much of a home this theatre is. Um, and I just think it's lovely to obviously share something like that. Um, with performers just knowing how they cope around their performances because obviously being in a show it does take over your life and I don't think people yeah. who are don't aren't in theatre but appreciate it uh, don't realise how much it takes up your time um, and how it affects you mentally or um, anything really um, and yeah I just I just think it was a really lovely article I just wanted to share it with you guys nice very nice mm. Hoping that London take a leaf out of their book when Frozen is over here. Yeah, I really hope. Because, I mean, the th like, I'm quite grateful to have seen the show and you can see their connection on stage. And I was wondering how close they were on the stage. And then yeah. there is a lot of articles with the both of them and they both are always together. And how and it's nice. And you see that on the stage. And I think that just gives it that little 
extra bit when they perform that you can't really get I don't know I suppose it's unusual for it to be a female female duo yeah. rather than a male female duo yeah the, like forefront of the and show. they are and it is strongly heavily based around those two as well yeah there's not one that's bigger than the other part they both share an equal amount of time on stage in the show even if they're not together but they obviously makes it authentic yeah yeah nice um and it's yeah I just think that was a really sweet article cool very nice Awesome, Lucy, on to you. Um, so my article is from What's On Stage. And the news is that the Old Vic announces development of new arts hub, um, which Ooh. will be called The Annex. And they're looking to offer opportunities to the local community and young people across London. Um, so it's going to be like a redevelopment to um, create a space uh, for loads of people, it's um, obviously at the Old Vic Theatre, which is London uh, between Lambeth and Southwark boroughs. Um, the work going into its next phase is going to be about £12 million. Um, Jeez. Yeah, so it's quite a lot of That's money. Lot. Um, but they're looking at potentially loaning £3.75 million towards the total required from um, boroughs from the area. So, like I said, Lambeth and Southwark. They've got meetings on the 16th and 22nd of July. So, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it comes out tomorrow, um, to see if they will consider approving the plans and obviously giving them the loan. Um, and the old vicar planning to fundraise to repay the loan over a 10-year period. Um, but it looks really cool. They've got a picture on the article, um, and it, like, shows... It looks like it's going to be four floors, and it looks like there might be, like, a cafe come, like, uh, diner-style thing on the second floor with, like, more seats down below, and then, like, an office type room where they it looks like they've got a picture of someone doing, like, a PowerPoint on the wall, and then at the top it just looks like a casual, like, space to hang out. Um, but the proposal is that the... the that the annex will also include a learning centre for schools and colleges and the theatre will gain the ability to put on studio theatre style performances in there. So like if they were to team up with like a London theatre school in the area, I suppose they could put like their end of year show on in this annex rather than the actual mm. theatre. I nice. just thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Amazing. A lot of money. But, yeah, but worth money. it. But yeah, and definitely. I think they'll get that back almost. Yeah, definitely. I just um, over it, time. It's so nice because you don't hear that a lot, do you? No. They're both them building stuff like this. Like theatres are so small and old. Like they're opening this out and making it more accessible to the audience. Um, like no matter what the time is, and hopefully it'll draw more people into the theatre to watch shows as well. So mm. that's such a good idea. That's, um, it's just reminded me of something. Um, Jazz, is your article anything to do with a specific theatre? No, it's no. not. Did you guys hear that they're renaming the Les Mis Theatre the Stephen Sondheim Theatre? Are they? I did yeah. not know that. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Just I just saw that's it the other day funny, and I thought none of us are speaking about it. So what, we not the should. Queen's Theatre? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're renaming what? it the Stephen Sondheim Theatre. I Theater. think that's quite funny considering Les Mis has been there. For such a long time yeah, yeah yeah i find it my friend posted on facebook and he was like oh i didn't realize steven sondheim was bigger than the queen that's good that cool anyway sorry no. just your article awesome you yeah no, no that's really cool like i wonder what he thinks of that. that must be weird to have a building i wonder why, why that theater like why that theater for him I mean, probably well with the revamp. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with it though. Like, theatres yeah. should be named after. There's yeah, but a... why that theatre for that? Oh, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just mean like. Oh, is the only one available? I just mean like, <laughs> why, why have like the Prince of Wales theatre when you could have like the yeah. Stephen Schwartz theatre? Yeah, 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 no, or absolutely. The Emma Rice theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely agree. More okay. of the. Oh, sorry. Go on. 
Well, I was just say more of the Broadway theatres were named after people, weren't they? Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. looking through your the West End Anna. just mm-hmm. above Royals, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Anyway, interesting. It's different, mm. different heritage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, different British history. Later. Yeah. Onward, Jasmine. I shall onward and upward, hopefully. So I have a couple of things I want to talk about. So the first thing is. I went and saw The Pajama Game by no Woodley Light Operatic Society. <laughs> I, I wish I had. Did you bring some games? But No, didn't bring any games, no pajamas. But to be fair, The Pajama Game, not really many pajamas in it, is there? Not really. No. I just no. imagine when anyone says pajama game, I imagine the bananas in pajamas. It's oh. basically the... it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um so yeah, my first time seeing the pajama game in any way shape or form. Um yeah, and I was expecting a lot more pajamas. There was more stationary, so they should have called it the stationary game. Is that the only feedback Maybe. you have? So, factory <laughs> game. But yeah, the factory <laughs> game. So um yeah, I went to Henley on Thames to go and see it. Ooh. So just by chance, by pure coincidence, I picked it as my um, jam show of the week. And then looking on their Facebook page, they were running a competition to win tickets for each night. I entered the competition thinking, oh, okay, yeah, lots of people are going to enter that. Like, you never think you're going to get picked, here. And then, yeah, I get a message saying, yeah, you've won a ticket. I was like, awesome. So I get to go and see the show that I actually picked, which was quite good. And, um, yeah, it was really nice. Got to chat with the director, the um, chairman, um, it was good. It was good fun. The cast was really good. Uh, a quite older cast, which I thought was really interesting. And the dynamic of it shifted, I felt like I was expecting it to be a younger cast. Um, what with it being factories and, and routines and stuff. But yeah, the theatre was beautiful. Like a really old, um, traditional... Um, gold leaf everywhere loads of red um the pit was interesting actually so they had the stage and then the orchestra were under the stage and they just had a a hole where the md's head would pop up Mm. so not like the whole front section it was just like like so the band were under the stage yeah he was in front yeah and he was yeah he was he was still under the stage but he could like pop his head up like a gopher and, <laughs> and like nod his Hello. head for, for timings and stuff, which was, um, yeah, it was like whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. Um, yeah, the leads really good, really strong. Uh, got to chat to them afterwards, which was, was really cool. Um, yeah, a very good performance. Um, how was the overture jazz? The overture was long. So uh, long. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> the overture like 15 was so minutes long. long. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was I was prepared for that. I was mentally prepared for the actual. <laughs> so yeah, it was good. I think but it's about seven minutes. It is something silly like that. It's ridiculous. But yes, a very well done performance. And I, I think you could arrive a couple of minutes late and you'd be fine. Uh, oh, I could. Yeah, Which is yeah. one of the benefits of, the, of a long overture, actually. <laughs> yeah, so you can, true. You Hang can on. Show up. Yeah. Very true. Very true. But um. Yeah, uh, it was interesting to talk to the director and the chairman uh, before the show and to understand that a lot of societies have the same problem. Like they struggle with ticket sales and pulling people in and getting people to help. And uh, yeah, it was just really interesting to kind of hear that everyone is having the same struggle. And the theatre was only half full and I don't know why. It was It was a great, great night. Really was. It's a um, it's a five minute overture. Five minutes. Five well, minutes. that's not too bad. It could be five minutes. Not that's five bad. minutes of sitting in yeah. silence. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because like, overture does play music. I meant like visual silence. It's, it's a lot. It's a long. <laughs> and do you know what? It was. It's a long actually. time to sit down. Yeah. To it sit, is. but it gives you a chance to open nothing. all your sweets and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, Maybe sure. like, and if you are a bit late, two minute overture. Right. Do you not add no rustlers, no, no sweet no. rustlers? That's good, isn't it? I heard one woman at the start, I like nice and burger. I was like, she's going to be rustling all the way through. No, nope. no, she opened good. at the start, she was good. and that was it. I Her name she was put Russell, in a pot though. or something. Ice cream in the interval. You know how important ice cream at the interval yeah. is for me. Yeah, yeah, my favorite flavor, mint chocolate chip. Yeah, I did check it. Wow, yeah, that's good, isn't it? Um. Yeah, the raffle wasn't very big actually, and from previous experience, I know that the raffle makes good money. 
Yeah, it does. Yeah. They had a little bar there, which was built into, uh, it was the Kenton Theatre, Henley on Thames, right on the right on the Thames. Literally, you walk oh. out of the theatre, look left, and there's the Thames. See it right in front of you. Mm. So, yeah, it was really nice, really old, lovely theatre. So, yeah, a very good experience. Yeah, well worth the journey, and the journey was nice as well, going mm. there. The back roads through a little toll road, which was weird. Sorry, just going off on a tangent. Go on. The, the overture, do you think, mm -hmm. you know, you could, if it is that long, yeah, could you, I don't know, maybe put like a dance into it? You could. We did like, that with, with the show, didn't we? Mm -hmm. It wasn't a long overture, but we put which a dance one? into it with, with Hollywood. We put, we uh, did. We put mm -hmm. a dance into the overture. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know if that's a thing. I've, it is a thing. Yeah. When we did Guys and Dolls, we had a yeah. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I think maybe. it depends on what the overture is and on the show. I tell you what I've seen before. People do snippets of the scenes in the overture. What? Yeah, that was good. No. And it was very interesting Whoa. visually. So it would only give no. the show in five minutes. <laughs> Basically, you that's what it was. So you don't have to watch the rest, like a yeah. little advert. Yeah, but... Especially with those older shows. Exactly, you yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, well, I thought I knew the show. And now, now I, yeah, it works really well. So, yeah, there's a little idea for you. If you're doing an overture and you're like, Mate, this what do is I do with it? Long. What do I do yeah, with it? Just snippets of people that don't have to have quick just costume changes. I was thinking don't overture. Don't snip an overture. <laughs> I was thinking overture, and then <laughs> the like, partly the finale, just like the bow for the band. Like, I mean, I don't think that's why they put in there, but mm. you know, it's like, Here's how the how band. often do you just get to sit and listen to the band when you're at a musical? There's always someone going like, la la la, la la la, the toilet. But anyway. whatever happened to Undershore, that is my question. But that's for another day. Drowned. Maybe, maybe. Okay, maybe. so yes, that was Woodley Light Operatic Society. Yay. They put on a great show. So well done to them because I know some of them listen to the podcast. So my other thing I want to talk what? about. What? That was one thing. That was no, one thing. No, you only get one yeah. thing per article. No, I'm in charge. I get two things. Tom usually has two things and he didn't today, which was quite nice. I had 12 things. <laughs> so, the man that created our theme tune, Mr. Joe Perdue, is doing a, another show. He has done, he has composed and done the lyrics for The Legends of Arama. Did I say that right, Tom? I don't know. I've been pronouncing it Aramna, but. Uh, Aram? Aram? Oh, Aram? I it was Aram Abraham. Aram Aram <laughs> Joe, apologies for That shows, that shows how well I, I read things. I just skim, Arama. skim read. Arama. Yeah? Arama. Yeah, Arama. Okay, I, Legends I of Abraham. Arama. Okay, um, yeah, it is a brand new musical. This is being showcased on the 24th and the 25th of July at Central Studios at Queen Mary's College in Basingstoke. Woo. Just to give you a little snippet, the start of it says... Copernicus Danbury is exploring the seas when he is unintentionally finds himself in a new world where he's recognised by the natives. And that's it. That's all I'm going to give you. Mysterious. Little, yeah, a little snippet bum, bum, to, to keep you in. So I if, feel like there'll be a to, conti to be continued on this. Uh, yeah, I hope so, yeah. So this is kind of in workshop stage. So this is a concert. So don't go expecting a fully-fledged musical if you are going to see it. Um, it is in a concert performance. So everyone will probably be in blacks and it will just be songs from what I understand. Um, if you like Lord of the Rings, it'll probably be right up your street. If you like uh, Prince of Persia, probably be up your street. If you like... Um, uh, what's that film, Tom? The Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, yep, if you like that. Because it has a similar L name. Lords of Arabia or something is it called? Don't know. I'm not good with films. Lawrence of Arabia? Lawrence of Arabia, maybe. That. Um, yeah. You can download the whole album if you go to josephperdue.com. How much does it cost? It's free. Oh my goodness. Free for you to download. Oh, my bananas. Yeah. And it wow, is Wow, we're not awesome. doing that. Especially like Anna, if you like overtures, it's got lots of instrumental bits. Yay! Very good. La, 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 la. Very, very, very good. So please, if you can, go and support. Tickets are £15. And this could get this show off of the ground and to somewhere great. And you could be a part of it. So please do go and support. 
Awesome. Let's pick some Amdram shows, shall we? Okay, on to... News and Social. Whoop, whoop. It is News and Social. Who would like to go first picking their Amdram show? I will. Go on, Lucy. Hit us with it. Mine is A Doll's House by Henrik Ibsen. It is a story of a woman who sacrifices her family for her freedom, and it is a play. There are shows from the 17th to the 20th of July, starting at... 7.45? 8pm. With a matinee on the 20th of July at 3pm. Tickets are quite reasonable, in my opinion. They are £10, but £8 for members and children. I think that's good. I've never seen that before, like a discount for members. Members, that's very good. Um, Yeah, it is by the Iffield Barn Theatre Society at the Iffield Barn in Crawley, West Sussex. You can call the box office for tickets on 0333666466. Very good. Nice. Muy caliente. Yeah. Anna, your show. 925, the musical. Very nice. What a way to make a living. living. Actually, we've got it says. Um, running from the 23rd of July to the 26th of July by the Billboard Ensemble Barry. Barry? Barry. Barry? Barry. And it's at the Memo Arts Centre in Barry. <laughs> um, in Barry Wales, School. right? I believe so. Good. Just Great. checking. Haven't seen um, in a while. It's musical, if you didn't know. Um, tickets are available. You can call the box office on 01446738622. Tickets are £15, concessions £12. Nice. Get your tickets now. Oh, I think the show starts at 7.30pm. Okay. Nice. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lovely. Tom, can you can you <laughs> make it clear and concise with your show? Of course. <laughs> as I, clear as Anna's. I've chosen. It's 95. <laughs> I've chosen Play in a Week, which uh, the dates are from the 22nd to the 28th with a matinee on the 28th. So I'm guessing that it says 28th, 22nd to 28th, but I'm guessing that's not performance dates that's mm-hmm. rehearsal and then performance on the last day yep. uh, the society is nomads uh, the no at the nomad what? theater in surrey um basically uh, i chose this because it's something interesting that didn't pop up um but also it's uh for a, a good a good reason so um it's directed by someone called brandon mcguire who i'm guessing is part of their society um Oh, here we go. Performance is 27th of July at 7.30 and 28th of July at 2.30 and tickets are £13 or you can call their box office. Um, but, uh, but but basically I was reading the description and um, it says that it's uh, an annual week-long project um, for people with a range of physical or learning disabilities. Oh, very um, nice. So it's for a good cause. Awesome. Um and they say that a special play is commissioned each year with a unique part to suit every individual wanting to participate. Awesome. So I thought that was cool. So to get it clear, it's not a production called A Play in a Week. It is a play that they have written for people to go and do. Yeah. Aww. Well, it's called Play in a Week 2019. So maybe the okay. production is called Play, play in, in a week. week. Oh, okay. Cool. But yeah, no, they've written a play. It's on, on the 27th and 28th. Um, and yeah, they rehearse and do it in a week. Sweet. Oh, in cool. Surrey. I like it when people do stuff like that. With a fringe on top. <laughs> Definitely with a fringe on top. Sure. Okay, not? so my show is Hay Fever. I choose something <laughs> oh, that... Oh, Hay Bless you. That's a funny name. <laughs> Probably something that Mr. everyone is Fever. suffering from at this time of year. It is a play by Noel Coward, talking of theatres. Um, Doesn't sound very brave to me. Why? Because of coward. She's a coward. Oh. I <sighs> should have known that. Anyway. Wait, what? No, this is awful. It is. Yeah, it, you're right. Cut that out. I can't cut any Start of this again. out. No, <laughs> this is all staying in. It's on from the 24th to the 27th of July. Performances start at traditional half past seven. It is at the St. Anne's Hall in Wandsworth. Tickets are £10. And £6 for concessions. That's oh, good. That's cheap, isn't it, that? Under a tenner. Oh. 
cheaper than well, chips. Well, a concession, yes. Yes. Well, oh, a tenner. A tenner or under. I know. A tenner. I'd easily pay a tenner. That is rare for these days for yeah. an Amdram Greep. No problemo. So that was our Amdram shows. Please, if they are showing in your local area, please go and support them. News and social. Whoop, whoop. It is news and social. So. Want to play a game? Always. Yes. Okay. An oldie but a goldie. Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? character. Who is that character? Woody. Buzz. <laughs> okay, so it's who's that character. So the way it goes is I will think of a West End character. And or Broadway. T- or Broadway. Or don't just musical. Okay, yeah, musical character. Musical. It might be a play. Or play. Yeah. A theatre character. A theatre character. And the team will take it in turns to ask me questions, yes or no questions. And I will say yes or no, because they're yes or no questions. And then whoever guesses it gets 40 Stephen Sondheim points. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Hawking. That was, <laughs> like, why Stephen Hawking? Why? Why not? 40 or Stephen Hawkins. Yeah. Like, Good old Mr. Hawking. Like ducks. Yes. So 40 Stephen Sondheim points are up for grabs. Who's excited? Me! Oh, yeah. Okay. So I am now thinking of a character. Okay. Thinking. Thinking time. Do Got one. Thinking time is over. Is it a boy? Mm, I think so, yeah. Okay, let's start the questions now. <laughs> <laughs> is it an animal? Yes. You think it's a boy <laughs> and it's an animal. I'm pretty sure it's a boy. Is it Iago for It is a boy. It is a boy. I think you're going to say it. it is Iago <laughs> no, for it is. It's not. It's not. No. Um, is it from a Disney musical? No. Is he the main character? No. Oh, damn it. Is it a character from Cats? Yes. Is it Mr. Mistopheles? No. He's the railway cat. Skimbleshank. Skimbleskank. Skimbleskank. Skimbleskanks. What's that one? No, what is it? It is 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 Skimble Shanks or something, but no, no it's not him. <laughs> is that old Rum Tum Tugger? It is Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> the Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. I don't know the musical. <laughs> <laughs> that was the cats all alone in the cat. I'd like to sing that once just for a laugh. I Who let the cats out? Dogs, 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 dogs. Anyway, that was. Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? Okay, talking of characters. I have a fact. Go on. <laughs> so, Andrew <laughs> Lloyd Webber once said yep. that apparently he. Because he wrote the show Cats and then he said... He wishes it was dogs. No, apparently oh. you can't write a show about dogs. What? What do you I mean know. you can't write a he show about dogs? He said you physically dogs. can't write a show about dogs. Well, well I'll prove can. him wrong. Of Get me notepad and pen. <laughs> so, if you'd like to beat him, I don't know. Carry on. The strawberry belongs to the Rose family. That's my fact. Banana is a herb. Damn it, I should have I said have that. have any facts. <laughs> Orange is uh, technically a berry. Oh. be your fact, Lucy. There we go. Oh, I like that fact. Nice. Well, you came up with it. So, <laughs> so you should like Can it. Can you put an effect on Tom's voice there so it sounds like it's me? I'll Did try. you know that she's <laughs> actually a berry? I'm Lucy, Lucy Wilson. Was she drunk? <laughs> Is that what you're No, no, you don't sound like that. It's not a million hey, miles Hang off. on, talk for yourself. <laughs> yes, that's Mate. what I think you sound like. Well, you can go and eat your own biscuits. Okay, so from characters on to musicals, Lucy, I do believe it was your choice for... Ba-da. Album of the week! Ba-ba-bum. Yeah! 
Oh yeah, album of the week. Sorry, with what? the new jingle. <laughs> you have no idea how long that took him to make that, and it sounds. You're, you're welcome. Can you play it once more? You're Sorry. welcome. <laughs> Go back. Uh, yeah, Just of course play you can. That again. You want to hear it again? Here it comes again. Ba-da. Album of the week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah. Awesome. So <laughs> I didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I especially like that bang on the end. Yeah. How could you find chords yeah. to us going? <laughs> Anna, it took me a long time, but <laughs> I did. So did long. you enjoy? I thoroughly enjoyed good. it. Yeah, and it took a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of effort good, to do that. Good. So you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed that. So Lucy, your choice of album of the week was. Dear Evan Hansen. It was Dear Evan, Evan Dear Hansen. Hansen. So, Lucy, please give us a little background about Dear Evan Hansen well, and your opinion on it. It's about someone called Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> His <laughs> first name's not Evan. He's Bambi's older brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm just going to tell you what I thought because okay. this links in. Um, so, I hadn't listened to the album and didn't really know that much about the show. Um, and I listened to the album thinking it would teach me what the show was about. And I kind of think I know what the show's about, but I'm still not 100% sure. I feel like the album misses out a lot of context and story, personally. Do you? Yeah. Mm. Huh. I have to say, one thing that I think we, we, we all do it, and I think we should probably take into consideration, is that... They're not necessarily supposed to be listened to as albums, are they? Well, yeah, exactly. Like, which is not is not a bad thing or a good thing. We just review them for what they are. There's yeah. no, no reflection on the show, but it's just interesting to yeah. see, like, it's what, different what how shows give away more than others. Yeah, exactly. It's it's nice to see how different albums tell the story. Like some albums, you just follow it along, and like it's like one song is meant to be after the next, and then others, you're like, oh, hang on, I missed a big chunk out of here. Yeah. yeah, but I wasn't saying that as a negative thing. No, no, I'm no, actually no. quite um, glad that it was like that because I feel like because of the way that the story goes, I don't want to spoil it if anyone like wants to leave the story as a surprise. But like, there's some quite like down points in the story, and I think that sometimes mm. in a musical, if you really want to emphasize like the sad bits, sometimes it's best to just leave it as a scene. Um, oh, I see what you're saying, and then like follow it up with a song or something after something dramatic has happened. Um, my favorite songs were For Forever and If I Could Tell Her. Nice, and Ben Platt's voice is beautiful. It is lush, it is lush. And how I'm many mics would you going give it? To give it 4.5. 4.5 out of 5 Ooh. mics, awesome. only missing that 0.5 because I'm still not com- like I think I know what the show's about, but I couldn't explain it to someone. Mm, Does that yeah. makes sense. It's more the message, yeah. I well, yeah, 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 yeah. And I got the message, but I couldn't tell you specifically where the story went. But that, like, equally, I'm fine with that. I liked it as an album anyway. Nice. Very good. Cool. Anna, what did you think of it? Uh, I liked it. I mean, I kind of already had heard a couple of the songs from being in like concerts and seeing shows um, because people had done them. And yeah, as a whole album, I think each song is so meaningful. It is. It. um, Yeah, really lovely. You can tell it's quite a modern musical um, and it's quite relevant to today, which is lovely. and I don't think there's anything like it, um, which is nice. And like Ben Platt obviously sounds amazing. Um, yeah. It makes me want to see it. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked that it was quite a short album. Not not very many songs. No. Um, yeah. I think either stop, a lot of the songs stood alone. They didn't need much else around them. There wasn't like, oh, this one's a filler. Because they all sounded like, standalone songs which I quite liked You Will Be Found is probably my favourite I knew that one already but after listening to it I still think that is my favourite um, yes um, I will probably give it a three mics three out of five mics yes. cool nice no fanfare for you today then nope. no <laughs> Tom what did you think of it I liked it I've heard bits of it before um but I like waving through a window, even though that's like a really popular answer. Um, and I liked you will be found. Um, my only my only issue with these two composers, who also did 
La La Land and Great Showman. Um, it's just that their songs, like Anna said, they're all like almost like one hit wonders. Like they, they all stand up on their own and they're all very uplifting and very powerful. But I find that sometimes, especially with Greatest Showman, is like they they need something to balance it out a bit. Um, I think this show gives a little bit of that, like especially compared to in comparison to Greatest Showman. Um, so I wouldn't give it five mics. Um, and I'm sure I would love the show. Uh, as an album, I will give it three. Um, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily uh, a bad thing. I did enjoy the album. I just wish that with with future projects for them, they they balance it out with a few more, maybe less memorable songs. I know that probably sounds like a weird thing to say, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like like I think I use Great Showman just because everyone knows it, but like you have the the really all the songs you think of they're all really like uplifting mm-hmm. and then there's like the one kind of sad song tightrope that his wife sings and it's just kind of a bit like meh i've never yeah. spoken to someone and they've gone oh i love that song um i like that song so i do i like that song but it's not it's really nice it's in, not in comparison to the other two yeah. like you can have a, a really strong song that's not an uplifting powerful song yeah. you know um Anyway, just yeah. my my uh, yeah. So three three mics I give it. Nice. Um, this was quite a nice listen for me. Uh, as I listen to the album quite often, um, I really do enjoy it. No matter what mood I'm in, I can put this on and and just really enjoy and kind of listen to them through. There's no songs that I skip. Um, my favourites are "Waving Through the Window." Uh, breaking a glove and words fail. Um, yeah, I do like them all for different reasons because they are all very different. Um, and I actually found out the other day that Pentatonix do a cover of Waving Through the Window and it is really, really good. I didn't expect it to sound as, as good as it did in like a poppy version. Um, but yeah, if it, it, it did sound really good. So, um, yeah, five mics for me. Wow. I don't there think we I've go. ever yeah. given I knew, I knew it was going to be ever. five mics. Five mics. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. I love the message that it gives across. Um, yeah, it kind of, it, it speaks to me a bit. It's it's really, really good. Mm. I thoroughly enjoy it. was it. one of your picks for the Kennet Radio with Jason, yeah, it was it? Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it was my last, yeah, the last song for for us on there. One One thing I want to say, going back a bit, is that I think... If I saw this as a show, I'd probably give it five mics. Mm-hmm. And I think this format probably works. The The difference between this and The Greatest Showman is that one is a film and one is a stage show. So I think yeah. it balances it out completely differently. But yeah. yeah. I was really late listening to this as well. Like it had come out. Where were you going? And I... Um, In such a hurry. <laughs> just to the shops, but I, I like to be on time yeah, okay. when, it, when it opens. They shut at 10. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and I kind of put it off and put it off and put it off and kept like hearing snippets of Wave It Through the Window. And I was like, mm, do I, don't I, do I, don't I? And I'm Denard and then kind of committed one day and then that was it. I listened to the whole album all the way through um, on that first day. So, yeah, it, yeah, it will forever be something that I'll, I'll listen to for me. So, mm. Cool. Wonderful. Thank you for that pick, Lucy. Very, very good. So let's spin the wheel and see who is going to be next. Everybody is in the mix, so it could be anyone. Everybody's in the mix. Everybody's in the mix of wheels for the album songs next week. Oh, lovely. (laughs) I'm going to have that as my ringtone. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Okay, let's spin that wheel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's me wow Woo-hoo. <laughs> okay so i am actually going to pick something that we've probably all listened to but <laughs> you need to listen to it in reverse order oh no yeah is it my one-man show <laughs> <laughs> have you done a one-man show yeah oh cool Oh, I'll listen to that next week. Okay. Right. It is, drum roll please. 
Symbol. Wicked! (laughs) (laughs) The original Broadway cast recording. I've never listened to that. What's Wicked? Yeah. (laughs) Joking. Yeah, so the... If you don't know Wicked, then watch The Wizard of Oz and... Take Change that out. it. Take that out of your head. Um, <laughs> then go and watch Wicked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see it from the other Put side. Bang down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah, exactly. So the album cover is the Wicked Witch of the West, and the what's she? The, the good, good witch. witch of is she of the Linda. West or the East? I never remember. There's the Wicked Witch of the East, who's her sister. And she's the one that gets crushed under yeah. the house. She's just the Good Witch. Nessa. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, isn't so... she from the North? Oh, maybe. All right, I'm the bloody Good the... Witch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Glinda and Elphaba. Uh, and Glinda is whispering into Elphaba's ear, and she has a, a, a smirk on her face with flying monkeys in the background. She's whispering. with Wicked Iris on it. Yeah, and that's why she got a smirk, and yeah. everyone's gonna now, now you know every time you see that poster, <laughs> yeah. she's telling her she just dropped it, and that's it's why really the flying far. monkeys have run off. Yeah, yeah, they're got out it. of there, absolutely got it. I so. never realized them in the background before you said that. Mm. Oh, really? No, yeah, that's why I like describing the album. Art. I, like, I think maybe the huh? the West End one is just and because I played those it. two, yeah, there isn't a West End anyway. one. Is there not? No, no, Tom, you told us this piece of information. Did I? Broadway do the cast recordings and the West End do the live recordings. Yeah, that doesn't mean there's not a West End recording. Doesn't. Oh, no, no. no. But, but they'll use the same artwork, artwork right? No, not necessarily. Not. Huh. Heather's Heather's used different ones. True. And Legally Blonde. True. Anyway. Yeah, very true. Anyway. Cool. Okay, so yes, our album this week is Wicked. So if you have not listened to it yet, this is your opportunity and we would love to hear from you you can get hold of us on twitter facebook instagram you can also email us it's or just all turn up to our house act. if you want no don't we do don't that i live in a house <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> you can email us at it's all an act at outlook.com if you like emailing uh you can't text us and we're giving out no personal details I will. Come Tom's. to our recording Actually. studio. Yeah. Not a house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in a recording studio. It's a no, house. It's not. If you looked at Instagram, you'd know it's a house. Okay, so that was. Ba-da. Album of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that was album of the week. Oh my God, it's putting smiles on people's faces. <laughs> Just what I wanted to do. For the wrong reasons. What? What do you mean for the wrong reasons? What's wrong with it? Because it's funny. It sounds like something. Yeah. What does it sound like? A strangled Sounds cat. like album sounds of like the week. George's Boards YouTube yeah. intro. Which it you does. can't find anymore because his video is no. private. You can find George Stacy on YouTube if you want to subscribe. Okay, Only little till plug. November. Yeah. That's, That's not my rec. No, he's not. On YouTube only till November. That's been what a the guest, hasn't he? Is called. He yeah. has been a guest, yeah. Previous That's not my rec. Guest. I yeah. just, just thought I'd plug that. Okay. Uh, 50 Stephen Sondheim points for the episode that George Stacy was on. Series one, episode Four. 13. Four, 13. Anna? Um, six. I'll tell you in the next episode. Find out next week. <laughs> Wasn't it season week two? After. That'll two keep weeks. you coming back. It was season two. Okay, so as we have been doing this whole series, recommendations. Tom, what is your recommendation? Rickety, for rickety, rickety, our... rickety. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. For our lovely Amdram fam. My uh, recommendation this week is an application for your cellular smartphone. Oh. Um, it's an app called Discogs. Disco GS. Discogs. Uh, and it's. Uh, an app that lets you keep track of all of your vinyls. Uh, and oh. you can also keep track of CDs on there, I think. And then you can buy and sell specific things. And it tells you how much roughly you can find them for price-wise. Uh, and then, yeah, it's very cool You just, just to keep track of stuff. Of stuff you already have? Yeah. And uh, you can put stuff on a wish list as well if you want oh, okay. other stuff. Um, but it's good for me because... I have vinyls, but sometimes I can't remember if I've got one or not. So I can just check my app and if I've got it, I won't buy it. Do they do one for pops? They do one. I do have a a Funko Pop app as well called Funko, which 
I was debating between the two, but I Ooh. recently discovered Discogs, nice. and it's all you have to do is search for Funko on the Play Store and you find it. So easy peasy. Yeah, Discogs. Cool. If, if we've got any vinyl collectors, or if you still listen to CDs. Yeah, nice. Anna, your recommendation. My recommendation is a bracelet. Oh, I know it's a podcast, but I am currently showing everyone else. She is my bracelet. Um. I know you can't see it, but just imagine. Can you describe it for us? It is, well, I've got a purple string, but you can change the colour. And there's like little see-through balls on on my bracelet. The little metal thing that says 4-0. 4-0? You're not 40. No, but it stands for... (laughs) It's it's called a 4-ocean bracelet. Oh, okay. Go on. I'll give you the description of what it is. So 8 million tonnes of plastic enter the ocean each year, and we are on a mission to stop this. We are really excited to be working with 4Ocean and bringing you their iconic bracelets. By purchasing a 4Ocean bracelet, you will remove one pound, so that's 0.5 kilograms, of rubbish from oceans and coastlines. The 4Ocean bracelet is made from recycled materials, a unisex design that you can adjust to fit that is 100% waterproof, so no worries about getting it wet. Uh, it also comes in lots of fantastic colours that can be worn like together or not together. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's amazing. And then it's the, so they're and all the money then goes towards them clearing up more plastic to create more bracelets. But the bracelet's made out of plastic, right? Plastic and glass from from the ocean. From, from the, the ocean. ocean. Oh, okay. So this is so zero. Is clearing so up. this is a pound of plastic and glass that has been collected from the ocean. Not like a pound money. A pound no, is in weight. Pound in weight. Weight. Yeah. yeah. So zero point five kilograms wow. of plastic. How do they get it so clear? Because obviously not all. I don't know. Not all plastic Ask and glass them. is clear, is it? But I recommend people buy this because cool. the more people that buy it, the more waste that comes out of the ocean. Save the planet. That's what we like. Well, we are making changes here. Lucy, what is your recommendation? Learn more facts. Go to sleep whenever you can. <laughs> Mate, that is a good <laughs> oh recommendation. <laughs> do you mean naps or do you mean like full... full no, I just mean sleep? like... I feel like when it gets to bedtime, loads of people are like, oh, I'll just do this, I'll just do that like before I go to bed. And you prevent going to bed because you like don't want to have to... You know that when you go to bed, the next thing you'll remember doing is waking up in the morning, Right. And like, well, hopefully, yeah. Waking up to your alarm. Linking it back to next week. One <laughs> time you get sleep is the last time you'll ever get sleep. So live every day like it's your last. Mm. True. That was your yeah. wreck last yeah. week. Yeah, it was, yeah. But that's, that. well, what I kind of mean is like, just go to sleep, just go to bed. And don't worry about it. Cool. Very good. Thanks. Nice. My recommendation is the song Waving Through the Window, but. The pentatonics version. Can I just say it's waving through a window, not the window? Did I say the? Yeah, you've said it quite a few times. I just thought I should point that out. It's waving through. Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. Just letting you know, just in case you went. If you went on, who wants to be a millionaire? And it was a question between the and ah, you'd win now, wouldn't you? Yeah, true, true. I hope that question comes up when I go on. Who wants to be a millionaire? So yes, do listen to that version because it is. Very good, very clever. It's all vocals. There is no instruments used whatsoever. If you don't know who Pentatonics are, they are a cappella group. So, yeah, if you like Pitch Perfect, then it'll be right up your street. They're real life Pitch Perfect. They are literally real life Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. But not all the same sex. No. And there's only five of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you very much for listening today. We appreciate it. Please get in contact and we will see you on the flip side. It's oh, a podcast. Let's spin that wheel. Spin it, baby. <laughs> spin that wheel, baby. <laughs> <laughs>